Hello and welcome to In the Spotlight with Quo Circa, the definitive podcast on digital disruption in the print industry. I'm Luella Fernandez, Director of Quo Circa, and today I'm joined by Hugo Mark-Voson, Founder and Sales Director of Printix. Today we're going to be discussing cloud printing, but we're actually taking a slightly different look at what's happening in the market and how Printix is taking a different approach in terms of its focus on the Microsoft Azure channel. So welcome, Hugo. It's great to have you here today. And thank you for having me. Uh, a pleasure. So um, if we could start off, if you could tell us a bit about yourself. I know you you founded Safecom um, quite a while ago, and it'd be great to understand a bit more about the, the Printix history and how it was established. Yes. Um, so my history go back on just after I graduated back in 87 as an engineer. Uh, so, and there I started working with printing in the mainframe and AS400 world. Uh, and in that company, iData, um, uh, we invented uh, a Safecom as a product line under that brand. Uh, this was back in 1998 and the whole uh, development of, of the product was based on secure printing. iData went bankrupt in 2002, and, and that was an opportunity for uh, four of my ex-colleagues and I to buy out the asset from the receiver of the bankruptcy, and we founded Safecom. We built Safecom up uh, over 10 years from 2002 until 2012, um, we were about 100 employees, had offices around the world. Um, and in 2012, Safecom was acquired by Nuance. The year before they acquired our biggest competitor, Ecotrack. Um, so we became part of a big family. Um, and we were part of that family for about two years uh, until 2014, where Nuance decided to move all activities uh, to other part of the world. That gave us a new opportunity and to sit down and say, hmm, are we going to relax now or are we going to use all the experience from all our years working with printing? Should we start one more time? And that was where we founded Printix. So there are quite a lot of um, different uh, products in the cloud print market. It's quite a nebulous market. So could you maybe provide a bit of information on how Printix is differentiating its, to its competitors? One of the key things for Printex when we developed the product were it was important for us to be uh, on a platform where the customer uh, uh, is working. So, and that was a key for us to be on a Microsoft Azure platform because uh, that may give us the best possibility to integrate with what the customer have. Uh, so being on Azure was a key element and a key differentiator. Uh, for us, uh, and that also enable us to work very tight and close with Microsoft uh, moving forward. Uh, when we look at our cloud architecture, uh, it started out uh, kind of in the beginning like a mesh type of environment, but we also learned down the road that a mesh, mesh is not the right answer for where we see the customer's infrastructure is going. Um, so here, it's important that you, you are fully cloud enabled, fully integrated with Microsoft, uh, with Endpoint Manager, all the Microsoft tools, PowerPoint integration. Uh, that's a key integration uh, and is important for the customer, also for authentication. Um, uh, but also at the same time that 
uh, as much as possible stay local. We don't want to print while the cloud if it's not necessary, because that's a, a question about optimization uh, for the for the end user's experience. So if I can print local, we we do print local. Uh, so I think the the, the biggest differentiation. Uh, to the existing community is simplification and automation as much as possible, but a very, very tight integration, both with Microsoft, but also with Google, um, that we have this uh, uh, bound together and focusing on the print environment for the, the, uh, the modern workplace. Yeah, no, that's great. It's interesting because there seems to be a lot of cloud printing um, vendors in De Denmark. And yeah, I'm just interested because I know um, Denmark is one of the most digital countries in the world, it seems. And could you give us a bit of background on that and how that's perhaps shaped your company's strategy, you know, particularly dealing with Danish customers? Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, Denmark, I think, have been on the forefront in digitization for a long uh, time. Um, so when you do business in Denmark, you don't sign a paper anymore. If you buy a property, you don't sign a paper. Um, years ago, uh, the government focused on the digital signature and the, the use of the digital signature have dramatically changed the way, first of all, how we do business, uh, how we interact as individuals uh, with government, um, and the result of this digitalization is that if you look at the Danish post office, their printing, cap, uh, printing and mail delivery have dropped by 95% over the last 10 years. So, the, you know, receiving a letter in your post box is almost never happening anymore. So it has changed the way we were, uh, how we communicate. But it has also changed the way a lot of companies do business. Um, and uh, it has changed it in the way that when they go digital or when they go cloud, they also look at their work processes, convert them from being maybe paper-based to become more digital because we are all used to that digital behavior. Um, so we also see locally that printing is being reduced dramatically. And one of the aha experiences we got when we founded Printix, uh, we had an opportunity to, um, as an, a consultant for a ministry in Denmark, we had an opportunity to analyze their print behavior. And one of the things we saw in that ana uh, analysis were that their print copy and scan the capture was reduced dramatically when they went cloud. And we saw that, hey, here's a trend. If a ministry is looking that way, when we see the companies are going in that direction, this is something that could back up our future strategy. Okay, Mia, so you've got really sort of strong heritage in, in printing, obviously, for starting off with Safecom. So could you give a, a bit of an explanation of Printix's um, yeah, strategy and its product and how that perhaps differs to some other approaches on the market? Yes, sure. So when we founded uh, Printex in 2014, um, of course, the, the natural thing to do were to reach out to our old print channel. And the moment you started to talk about cloud, cloud infrastructure, I must admit, uh, they didn't know. They didn't know what we talked about. Uh, 
And maybe we didn't know either because we were also young in the cloud market at that point. But where, where we got a resonance uh, were in the managed service industry. So the managed service partners that deliver infrastructure to companies, they understood our message because these guys are the one that are moving customer from on-premise hybrid into a cloud environment, hand in hand with Microsoft. So that was um, um, the first thing we experienced is using a managed service channel instead of using a managed print service channel. Uh, so that was the first thing where we saw we need to adhere to how these guys are working. And that led to the next challenge. In the print industry, uh, we were used to on a per device basis, but now we had to con convert our business to be on a per user basis because that's how Microsoft are selling their licenses. So we had to rethink our whole business. Uh, how are we gonna deliver our service as, as an active user per month? Uh, so that was the next thing we had to, to learn. Um, but also when we looked at our strategy moving forward, um, we saw a huge hole in the market in the SMB and SME space. Uh, because, the, again, looking back at our inheritance from Safecom working part of Nuance, you know, we were working with enterprise uh, customers, but we saw a hole in the market for SMB and SME. And in that space, uh, the traditional print management solution was typically too expensive to implement. So the key uh, for moving uh, printex to the market were basically to adhere to the elements of what managed service partners needed. Easy product, easy to deliver, a business model that adhered to a, on a per user instead of on a per device basis. So that was the foundation for uh, how we defined our vision for moving forward in the managed service channel. Um, and it also shaped the product because we had to focus even more on simplicity. Uh, we didn't want it to compete with the old world on all the features we have all spent so many years of developing. We could see, end of the day, 80% of all the customer in the market only use 5-10% of the features. So let's focus on these and make that efficient. Efficient delivery, easy to understand. So the managed service partners who do not really know so much about printing, that they could easily deliver it as a bundle to their customers. Yeah, and I think there's some really interesting points there because um, you, you're very much, you know, Printex is very much a born in the cloud company, clearly, and you know that's really the, the direction you're taking. And also, you're trying to bring two different channels together, I guess. So the MSP channel, who perhaps don't understand print, and then the the MPS channel, mm -hmm. who understand print but not understand cloud. So, what do you think are the challenges? in both of those areas for Printex to, you know, obviously you've got um, a good relationship with the Microsoft um, Azure channel, but yeah, I'm just interested how you're, you're bringing the traditional partners to that um, opportunity as well. So that, that is, I would say, have been the gray area for a long period of time. Uh, and as we have been moving forward, we have had to find ways of kind of bridging the two channels uh, so they could work together. Um, um, the key component um, um, in, in Printex is a cloud component. It is a, 
a piece of software that needs to be installed on every client computer. The guys that can do that is the managed service guys. They, you know, they manage the client computers. They know exactly uh, the tools. So Microsoft Endpoint Manager, MSI tools, they know exactly how to do that. Uh, so they are very good at that. But when it comes to the, uh, the print element of it, um, uh, they do not know a lot about drivers, um, how to configure printers the right way. Um, and that's where I see for the future uh, a synergy between the managed service guys and the managed print service guys. Because the print guys, they know everything about printing. They know about the drivers. Uh, they know about, you know, the legacy devices before UP, Universal, Microsoft Universal Print. Uh, they know how to configure those queues, select the right drivers, make the right configurations, um, and where the cloud guys know how to conf configure that world. Uh, so here I see a natural uh, link between the two worlds. Uh, one is good at one and the other is good at the other part of it. Um, uh, it's also here, I think it's important to look at the market where the market is going, because one of the things we learned uh, moving forward uh, is the change of how companies uh, look at implementing infrastructure for the future. Uh, and infrastructure for the future here, um, uh, when we started, um, uh, there was not so high focus on the security in office at remote offices. Now we see a lot uh, focus on the future infrastructure in the head headquarter, zero trust network that every client are completely separated from each other and can only communicate with the cloud. That's how you secure your head office. Whereas when you're out in the remote offices, that's where uh, it's, it's, uh, it's important that you work efficient, efficiency efficient so you can uh, print local you can work local you can work independent but you have also access to the cloud so it have also formed the architecture of how printx is built focus on zero trust uh, environment in headquarter but also uh, focusing on 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 efficiency when you're out on remote offices um, so that's also a, a driver for, uh, for uh, in, in the we see from the market. Yeah, so, you know, we see with our research that, you know, even when um, employees obviously gradually returning to the office um, over the, the next few months, um, that there'll still be a need to um, have, um, to support remote employees. And I think it'd be interesting to hear a bit more about those points you mentioned around the, the needs for a zero trust security environment, but also um, supporting cloud in the, the home and the office environment. Can you share any customer examples of, you know, companies that you're working with that are, like you say, preparing or future-proofing their office environment? So one of the th first things we saw when uh, the COVID pandemic uh, started a, a year ago, uh, where we were contacted by an Australian bank. Guys, you need to help us. We have 12,500 employees now working from home and 2,500 of our employees, they need to be able to print because they work with legal documents. Uh, and their setup were that an employee could not automatically add a home office printer to their print environment. So we had to invent 
what we call home office printing. So we can automatically uh, discover local printers at home. We can automatically add a print driver for the home office printer. But at the same time, we monitor what the individual are doing. What are they printing? How much are they printing? When are they printing, et cetera? So we can uh, track and record what's going on at the local device. At the same time, uh, we have also implemented IPPS uh, printing. So we can print secure from the client computer to the lo local office, uh, to the local printer at home to increase the security. Uh, so that was the first thing uh, we did were implement what we call home office printing, automatically add a home office printer and track who's doing what, where and when. But the other thing we also saw were that now where we are commuting back and forth between a home office and, 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 a, 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 and the corporate office, there's also a need automatically to add a print environment based on where you are. So we have worked a lot on the automation of, um, of providing a print infrastructure based on where you are. So with Printed, you can just move around and wherever you are, we make sure you have a relevant print environment wherever you are with the proper authentication, et cetera. Um, and, um, and also make sure everything is tracked, who's doing what, where, and when. So in terms of um, when customers um, select, I guess, Printix, I'm just interested in to understand the, I guess, the procurement process of do they come to um, the Azure marketplace and um, choose Printix that way? Is it via the MSP channels? And do you think there's potential disruption with um, being very closely tied to the kind of cloud first Azure marketplace type partners that they, that potential customers would come direct through the marketplace and perhaps not through the traditional channel? Yeah, so that, so that has been uh, actually a huge learning curve. When we um, came into the Asia marketplace now four years ago, there was not a lot of traction in it. It was relatively new, um, but over the uh, time, uh, it has evolved a lot. So we see a lot of customer find us on Azure Marketplace. They test us out. Um, that can be partners. It can be uh, enterprise customers. And it often all start with a trial. So they find us on the Azure Marketplace. They test us out. Um, and then when they come to delivery, sometime they sign up, even swipe a credit card direct online, and it's now business. And sometimes they come back to us and say, hey, we are working with this and this managed service provider or we are working, working with this and this managed print service provider. And we would like it either to be uh, uh, bundled together with that company or with that partner. And then we can move these trials around between the partners. So in the end of the day, for us, it's the customer that decide what way uh, a solution should be delivered. Um, and we have all the options. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting because we're working on a, um, a report around cloud marketplaces and how that provides an opportunity for ISVs, but also their partners and you know the, the OEMs as well to perhaps get access to a wider cloud-based customer, and that will help accelerate the adoption of cloud printing. And I think, like you say, it's still very much in the early stages, but it's interesting to hear because I think B2B technology purchasing and implementation has changed so much in the past year that 
you know, there's not so much of reliance on direct sales and the the, the opportunity for that frictionless experience. And like you described, the, the trials online and even purchasing online is just something we're, we're so used to in our consumer lives. And it's, yes. it's you know, it's moving to the, the business corporate um, procurement. We, uh, we just launched uh, our first um, distribution uh, with a, a global distributor, Cynix, in the US and uh, Australia. Um, and this is where one of our strategies is to move to that kind of distribution partners, because these distribution partners are today distributing Microsoft licenses. It's easy for these guys to bundle our service together um, um, with, uh, with their other type of licenses. So we see that as a natural part of a future delivery when we look at the software and the infrastructure element. Uh, and then the other side of it is whenever a customer wants, you know, the, the traditional pull print, secure print uh, adoption on top of it, that's where a managed print service partner can bundle it in together uh, with uh, what we call the Printex Go and get the two worlds connected together. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting because I think um, you've explained really well how Printex is, you know, sitting between that, traditional MPS partner and the, I guess, the born in the cloud and the, the MSPs that have got perhaps more IT expertise in terms of, you know, delivering the, the IT environment. And I think it's really an interesting market to follow to see how Printix will kind of balance the requirements of both and actually bring those together. So, um, so just in terms of what, you know, you explained a bit about how Printix came about, but what's next for Printix? Are there any particular areas that you're going to be focusing on over the coming year? Yeah, so I explained earlier, we started SMB and SME. We saw an obvious opportunity in that market segment and that represent a huge portion of our business today and it's continued to grow rapidly uh, but what we also see is this the start of a migration for enterprise customers uh, enterprise some have been very fast five years ago when uh, we launched printix one of the biggest uh, enterprise steel manufacturers approached printix uh, and wanted to go cloud that was, I would say, an early adapter of the cloud technology. But what we see now, over the last year and a half, we're seeing a lot of enterprises go to cloud. We, uh, we migrated, um, one of our case stories is with a Norwegian uh, company, Jotun, uh, who moved to cloud with 8,000 employees and converted 250 offices to cloud and it only took two weeks. And that customer, you know, was so excited about how fast they could save money on infrastructure. But I, I think they also represent for what we will see for the future because they also had uh, a, a traditional, I think actually it was a Safecom solution they had, uh, which will be replaced. But the key for them was not at that point to migrate Safecom into cloud, but it was actually to get a cloud infrastructure in place and then spotwise start to implement what we are, what we know from the past, will follow me. So I, I think we, oh no, we, we do see a huge migration from enterprise, and it was, it is, it's the beginning, but we definitely see that is taking up in speed, and it's going faster now. Yeah, and I think with the enterprises, they've got, um, they're typically operating a much more complex 
print um, environment. It's um, you know, yeah. multi-vendor and so on. And I think, again, you know, we, we've seen such a rapid adoption of cloud over the past year um, due to the pandemic. And I think that's a huge opportunity for uh, the, the print market. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so no, that's great. I think, you know, we've covered quite a bit in terms of, you know, print history and where you see the market going. I mean, I just wanted to ask you actually around um, the, the Printex product. So the, the print volumes are, obviously they've, they've, you know, fallen off a cliff over the past year. What, in terms of the, the I guess, the customers that you're working with, and you mentioned some of the, the bigger enterprise clients, are you still seeing that they expect um, to carry on printing as much as they were before the pandemic? And, or is that um, sort of shift to digital actually accelerating their requirements for cloud? Um, print environment? Yeah, uh, we definitely see a decline. Uh, when uh, before the pandemic, uh, we saw that in, in, in the average amount of customer we have, about 74% um, of all users were printing on a regular basis. Here during the pandemic, it fell down uh, over the cliff uh, and it basically plunged down. We can see it's ramping up now, we can see it's picking up, but we don't see it go up to the same level as it were before. So we see right now in average, we are at about 64, 65% of printing uh, uh, in average uh, over a period of time. Uh, so we, we, and we don't expect it to go up to the same level. When we speak with customers, uh, they don't expect it to go up because they, their expectation is when they go cloud and they convert their infrastructure to be cloud-based, they are also looking at their workflows, to how to optimize that, and to take, for example, paper out of a paper uh, out of a workflow. And I think that will be something we will see more and more. I think paper become more like. For me, I like to have a piece of paper in certain situation to to make notes on. I th I definitely think it will change, and I don't think we will come up. Uh, at the same level as before. And one of the other things we see is many customers is my feeling hold back on, a, uh, on buying new printers because they, they want to wait and see what is the impact of doing a cloud transformation. They want to see what is the need for the future. And then when they look at their need, what is then the right setup Will it be more users per device? That's one of the other trends we see. Uh, five years ago, we had about 15 users per device in an enterprise space. Now we see 25 users in average per device. And I think we will see that number go up. Uh, so I think that will be another trend. So I think the volume of devices will go down and the volume in printing will go down um, as customers are transforming to cloud, but they still need printing. Yeah, and I think, as you say, we're, we're seeing a generational change, you know, in terms of print usage, but also how they're buying. So it tends to be the millennials and even, you know, some of the generations are coming into the uh, work environment now and, and the way they're procuring um, technology is different. So I think this is the, the rise of the marketplaces that we're seeing um, generally. And, you know, I think it's, it's interesting. So what's next for Printix in terms of its company strategy? I know you're based in Denmark and you've got, you know, um, a large European client base. Um, how about in the US and other regions? Yes. So 40% um, so of our business until today 
is actually coming out of North America, so US and Canada. Um, and, I've, and until now, working with SMB, SME, and work with managed service providers, that has not been a big problem working out of Denmark. But when we go enterprise, we need to be local represented. Um, and we are, uh, as we speak, opening our first office in US. Um, and uh, some more news will come out very shortly about that. Um, uh, but that is the next step. So, and that means we will now be represented uh, in the three zones. So we, are, we have a head, headquarter in, uh, in Europe. We had our US operation and we have a, a, an operation out of uh, Australia. Okay, well, that sounds great. Well, good luck with the, the uh, expansion plans. And um, just on a final note, obviously, we, we know you're, you're based in Denmark. Um, and I don't know what the situation is with the um, lockdowns over there. But once it is safe to travel, do you have any plans to go um, to any country in particular? One of the things my wife and I uh, are fond of is dancing. Uh, and we haven't been out dancing for the last one and a half year. And we are lo so much looking forward to go out dance again. And uh, so what we have done for our summer, summer vacation is we have uh, um, uh, got a, uh, a, a salsa lesson or salsa session uh, on a school on the western part of Denmark for a whole week together with 50 other people. So we will be dancing salsa for a week. That's what we're going to do. Um, uh, so that's our big passion, and that's uh, what we want to do short term. Um, visiting Cuba again and, 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 and feel the culture, feel the music uh, and the local atmosphere, would love to do that again. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that sounds, yeah, that sounds great. I think it's, yeah, I think it's a lot of the, the small pleasures we're missing at the moment. So. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, thanks ever so much for your time, Hugo. It's really great to understand, you know, the slightly different approach that Printix is taking in the market. So thank you again for joining and, um, yeah, I look forward to speaking to you again in the future. And thank you for having us. Thank you for joining today's In the Spotlight with Quocerca podcast episode. For more information, please go to quocerca.com and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks again for joining and I look forward to seeing you in our next episode.